What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Rewired Soul podcast. It's your host, Chris. And yeah, if you clicked on this episode, if you're listening to my voice right now, you probably saw the title, but don't freak out. Don't lose your mind. I'm not going anywhere. I know you would miss me way too much, but but seriously, uh, yeah, I, I have this mind that's constantly going and I constantly need to create. So the podcast is going on a hiatus. All right. Is it permanent? Probably not. I already have like people in mind who I want to have, you know, come on and things like that. So I'm not a thousand percent sure. But yeah, anyways, I, I just wanted to let everybody know but if you saw the length of this podcast episode before you clicked on it, uh, you saw it's a little bit longer. So I wanted to talk and kind of explain. Um, I've always been very, very transparent. For those of you who have followed me since like the YouTube days, you know that I'm a very open and honest person. I have no problem doing so. I think it's, I think it's beneficial. It helps people uh, who might be thinking about, you know, taking this route or just, you know, anything in life. I like people learning from my experience and stuff. That's Will help get me sober. So, anyways, if you would like to hear all of the uh, thoughts that went into this and the things going on, like I'm going to be talking about, you know, why I started this podcast, um, you know, why I'm kind of like bored with books, not really finding authors I want to bring on, and then like kind of, you know, some other stuff that I've just noticed in, you know, um, I don't know the the whole realm of podcasters and all that kind of stuff. And, and yeah, I just want to be really open and honest because there's some stuff that I've noticed and some personal thoughts and all that. So yeah, let's dive into it. So yeah, like I said, I'm not going anywhere. I've mentioned it a bunch of times in recent episodes to go follow me on YouTube. So one of the things is I have been wanting to focus on other forms of, you know, my, my creativity, my work, right? Like uh, I'm originally a writer, you know, and then I started dabbling in YouTube. Uh, eventually, I landed on this podcast, but I just have ideas and everything like that. I have a, a, a mind that's constantly going, so I'm constantly creating. So I will be doing uh, YouTube videos, and I'm going to be mainly doing like long-form video essays, although as I'm working on the first one, and it's taking me so, so long, and all these other ideas keep popping up, I'm I'm playing around with the idea of doing some shorter videos in between, a little bit more commentary and stuff like that. But yeah, I've been really loving uh, video essays on YouTube and I'm like, yeah, this is what I wanna do, you know? Um, those of you who follow me on Substack, you've seen that I've been writing a lot more. Not the last week or two, things have been really hectic. My girlfriend's cat, got diabetes. We're like, why are you losing so much weight? Why are you limping? So <laughs> since my work schedule is very flexible, she's a social worker uh, at a hospital. So uh, yeah, I've been taking him to the vet. So I've been so busy. That's one of the reasons I haven't been writing and getting these videos done and stuff like that. Anyways, anyways, cat's doing good. He's on insulin now. Things are all right. Don't worry about Wyatt. He's awesome. Uh, but anyways, so yeah, I'm going to be focusing on the YouTube channel. So follow me over there. Uh, it's just the rewired soul over on YouTube. It's where it started. And yeah, I, I had, you know, I had a hundred thousand subscribers until the whole canceling thing happened. Now I'm at about 80,000. The, the YouTube algorithm, it's kind of hit or miss with me, uh, without getting too far into how algorithms work when I lost a bunch of subscribers because of everything that happened. And when a bunch of people just come and dis uh, and hit the, the dislike button on your videos, 
YouTube is like, what's going on with this channel? It kind of sucks. So it's hard to get it, um, the videos po uh, pushed out there. So if you do follow me on YouTube, do me a favor, engage with it, leave comments, like it, share it, subscribe to the channel, all that stuff. That, that will just kind of help me get on track. So I build back that momentum. A lot of people have said to start a new channel, but I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to. I, I've worked really hard on that channel. I have like well over like 1,500 videos on there and stuff. So, so yeah, but I will be focusing a lot of attention on YouTube, but I will still be writing on Substack as well. If I ever get around to it, I do hope to work on, you know, my next book. Um, I have a few outlined and yeah, it's just a matter of, finding uh the time for it so so yeah like i said i'm going to be uh radically transparent about everything going on with the podcast and why i made this decision so first off why i started this podcast so i was kind of like in between creatively uh after i got canceled like i'm a very stubborn person and i work really hard and i'm just like no i'm not gonna let this defeat me so i kept making youtube videos but i it just wasn't I, I wasn't able to bounce back, right? Like to put it in perspective, I was getting tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of views on every single video. And then it was going down to like maybe two or 3000 if I was lucky, right? So I, I kept doing that for a long time. But anyways, once I got canceled, I, 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 I was so confused. I was just like, what, what happened, right? How is it that so many people are attacking me, right? The people who don't know me, just complete strangers, just thousands and thousands and thousands of them, right? And, you know, a lot of the attacks were based on, you know, um, things that were said about me that had no, no evidence. So like, they weren't rooted in facts. So anyways, I was just so confused. I'm like, what, what is, what part of like, uh, you know, human nature is leading to this, right? So that's when I started reading a lot of books. I started trying to find as many books as I could on, you know, group psychology, crowd psychology and stuff like that. But I also found um, morality really interesting too. If, uh, if, if you pay attention to, you know, cancel culture or just online mobs or whatever, it's really interesting, right? Because you have people doing something from like a moral stance, right? They're saying you did something wrong. Okay. So they're, they have in their, their mind that, you know, you did something wrong. I know what's good. I am the person who judges things and what, the, what's good and what bad, what's bad. But at some point they feel that just about anything is justified towards the person they think is the wrongdoer. And this means death threats. This means threats of like, like rape and threats against family members. They believe it's okay to get somebody fired and so many other things, right? So anyways, I got really uh, curious about morality, but that's when I started reading just so, so, so many books. But, you know, as I started reading a lot of books and those books would recommend other books and different, you know, researchers and academics, and I started doing that. Um, I also became more politically conscious, probably like in 2016-ish. And I started noticing a lot of things about, you know, this kind of, uh, these, this, this tribalism and obviously the political polarization. That's when I really started reading books on that. So anyways, why did I start the podcast? I started it because I was reading these, these books by just amazing authors. And I had so many different questions. So since my YouTube channel wasn't performing, I was like, you know what, maybe I'll just start reaching out to these authors. And I'm like, if I can get a certain amount of them uh, to agree to come on 
maybe I'll, you know, do a podcast, right? Because a lot of the authors, um, you know, because I had already been doing a weekly reading list, which I'm still doing. I haven't missed a single Monday in like two years, two or more years now. Pretty impressive if you ask me. But anyways, a lot of those authors followed me. So yeah, a lot of them agreed to come on. So I was like, you know, let's do it. Let's start a podcast. So that's why I had, I, I had authors come on. I had a lot of questions, things that, you know, I wanted, uh, you know, wanted to ask them about whether it's their research or, you know, like I have, I have jur journalists on here and just, you know, get their ideas and opinions based on their research and what they've done. Like, you know, I've had people come on who, um, you know, uh, reported on like QAnon and conspiracy theorists and all of that. Um, but yeah, like all of this stuff is really intertwined based on where I came from, uh, with being canceled, right? Like the, the conspiracy theorist, whether it's QAnon or whatever it is, stop the steal, all this stuff. I saw it in that YouTube world as well. And that's something that I've been, you know, just thinking about a lot lately. A lot of this stuff overlaps and it's really interesting. Uh, I was just talking about this on Twitter the other day, but you see a lot of the similar traits between, um, you know, conspiracy theorists, whether it's QAnon or stop the steal or whatever it is, right? You see direct parallels with those types of people and the people who are just diehard Johnny Depp fans and, and what they talk about and the way they dodge certain evidence and pick and choose facts and what they accuse other people of doing. Really interesting stuff. So yeah, it, it's been great. I appreciate every author who's taken the time to come on and chat about that, uh, their books, their research, upcoming stuff. You know, it's, it's great. Like I am, you know, as a lot of you know, I'm a college dropout. Like, so like the fact that I can even talk to some of these people and know what they're talking about and stuff, and they don't mind coming on and talking with me because one of my goals of this podcast was I, I always, I always felt like, you know, since I, I read so much and I never used to read and I'm like, you know, there's a lot of people who don't read these books, but I think a lot of these books are very important. So I wanted to bring authors on to discuss you know, sometimes like complicated research or topics like, you know, within neuroscience and, you know, I, I've had people come on and talk about consciousness, but I love like psychology and philosophy. And I wanted to be able to talk to, talk to like academics, right? I want to be able to talk to them in a normal way as just a normal guy, right? Like not trying to sound too smart and like, you know, Hey, I'm like, like I wanted it to be relatable to the average person. And so people, you know, would be interested and want to read more books and, you know, learn about the research and the studies going on and stuff. Like something that drives me nuts is just seeing so many people like ask questions, not ask questions, but um, ask things that have already been solved. Right. And I'm like, just look it up. Right. <laughs> like, you don't got to read a whole book. Just just Google it real quick. We have answers to these questions. And it's not just like your average people. I see journalists do it, right? I see a lot of people who should know or should take the time to know because it's their job, but they're not, right? So I wanted to present this information to more people. But, you know, even worse is when you have these people, like we live in this world right now where there's a bunch of like public intellectuals and they get to come out and toss around their theories. I'm like, why are, why are you tossing out a theory for something that has been researched for decades. You haven't even looked into this. So I was also hoping to reach people who might realize like, oh, wow, some of these gurus out here are just a bunch of bullshitters, right? Like it doesn't make you smart to just throw out theories. Like I think what makes you smart is to actually take the time to look those things up 
see if there's someone smarter than you who's been researching this for years and then go from there right and you know uh, if I want to throw out some names, there's like, you know, Jordan Peterson and Brett Weinstein and all these other people, right? <laughs> a lot of the anti-woke, uh, you know, people and all that kind of stuff. It's like, you don't need to theorize about this stuff. So hopefully I have, you know, introduced some people to some really interesting books and researchers and people to follow and all that kind of stuff. But yeah, that's, that's one of the reasons, you know, I started this podcast. So yeah. Um, one of the things, too, of why I'm kind of like, you know, just taking a break from the podcast, one of them is uh, another uh, another byproduct of me getting canceled. I got really interested in free speech because, you know, I I am a very, 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 very liberal person. I am, you know, left-leaning about as far as you can get. But at the same time, I come from an addiction background, a tough love background. I come from this kind of individualist uh, mindset, which I've kind of evolved since then. Um, but, you know, just getting sober was the hardest thing I ever had to do. I had to learn how to not sweat the small stuff. I had to learn how I couldn't let people get under my skin because that could lead me to relapse. That could make me, you know, that could lead me to, you know, uh, using drugs that will kill me, right? My son loses his father. My girlfriend loses her boyfriend. My mom and dad, they lose their son. And my friends lose their friend, right? So anyways, I had to develop this really, really thick skin. But part of me being canceled, seeing people want uh, who, who thought I was doing literal harm and wanted me deplatformed and the way they were, uh, you know, catastrophizing uh, what was going on and saying I was causing actual harm to people, all these other things, right? That's how I got interested in free speech. But why I mentioned, you know, my political leanings is if I told you my politics, you would think that I'm some crazy woke social justice warrior, right? But I am very, you know, I'm, I am very close to a free speech absolutist without being a free speech absolutist. I do think uh, there are some, you know, uh, limits on what we should be able to say and stuff that go kind of beyond the whole like, hey, as long as you're not yelling fire, you know, in a, in a crowded building, like, I think we need to do a little bit better than that. But anyway, so I'm, I'm kind of caught in the, in the middle of all that, right? Because I'm very progressive. I'm left-leaning. Like I, I always say, like, if you want to know my politics, I'm a Bernie Sanders-loving leftist, right? Like, give us free health care, get rid of student debt, right? Universal basic income sounds pretty cool, fair wages, all that kind of stuff. But when I talk about free speech, people think that I'm like, you know, uh, I might as well be wearing a MAGA hat. But anyways... Recently, especially, especially in the last few months, I've been just so, 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 so tired of all of the free speech stuff and what comes along with the anti-woke. Um, I've had plenty of guests come on the podcast to talk about this stuff, and most of them, I, I can't think of anybody off the top of my head who I've had as a guest who I was, who I regret having on who I thought was just one of these grifters, right? Like, like for example, James Lindsay is someone I wouldn't have on my podcast. I don't think he has something valuable to add to the free speech conversation. Um, you know, there's a lot of people where, you know, I definitely agree. There's a lot of people who just want free speech to be like, I should be able to say whatever, like racist, sexist, homophobic, transphobic thing that I want. Right. But you know, when it comes to the guests that I've had on, like, uh, 
uh, you know, John McWhorter, um, I had uh, Noah Rothman on uh, recently where he talks about, you know, the progressive war on uh, fun. Um, Jason, uh, can't remember his last name. It's hard to pronounce. But anyways, he he wrote that book about the history of free speech. I've had Greg Lukianov uh, Luki, on here, trying to make sure I pronounce his name right. And he is like the, the president of the Fire Foundation, which is all about free speech. I've had Peter... Uh, Bogosian on here. Peter is somebody where I'm like, uh, I love you, but I wish you kind of changed a little bit, you know? I feel like he's getting sucked into the, all, the, all the nonsense. Anyways, what I'm getting at is I do think it's an important conversation, but I've been so tired of it lately for a couple reasons. Um, what, what, first, what first started to really bother me where I'm like, okay, um, was all of the homophobic and transphobic stuff coming out of the uh the groomer allegations right i'm like okay this this is getting bad like this is getting to a place where people are going to get hurt like it's no longer dave Chappelle making jokes right it is a growing narrative that if you have a a teacher right, who's in the LGBTQ community, you need to worry about your child uh, being groomed. And I'm like, whoa, 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 pause, calm down. And what bothers me is so many of the people who stand up for free speech, it only goes, it only goes in one direction, right? It only goes towards uh, the left. Um, all of these things. And you know, when when people are trying to ban books, which we've seen over the last year, when we're trying to get rid of CRT books, when we're trying to get rid of any book that even mentions LGBTQ topics, all these things, right? I'm like, okay, this, this it, it really started to frustrate me. And, you know, I have no problem saying it. People who I've had on the podcast, some of the people I just mentioned, it bothers me that they don't speak up for that. You know, uh, that's a big problem because free speech is free speech is free speech. If we're going to talk about it, we can't just pander to one side of this. I do think you could bring more people in on the left if you did balance it out some more. But what I'm getting at is I, I didn't I didn't like I, I didn't want to bring those people on anymore. I'm like, because when I started bringing free speech people on, I thought it was important as a leftist to talk about it and challenge those people and have discussions. All that kind of stuff, right? And that's another reason I started podcasts. I've even br brought on some people who are like more uh, right wing and stuff like that. Totally cool. I think we should be having these conversations. Totally fine. But I did think that we weren't talking about free speech enough. It was a big problem. But now the pendulum has gone so far in the other direction that we're calling people groomers. We're banning books. We're saying what can and cannot be talked about in schools, right? Like due to this moral panic, I'm like, no, no, no. Uh, and, and I, I also, I also realized, you know, when I wrote, when I would read these books about, uh, the problem with wokeness taking over the world and stuff, I'm like, holy shit, like, this is really a moral panic, right? Like you read these books and you would think, you would think that just everybody's being indoctrinated. And I have this 13 year old son. I ask him some of the stuff that I read about in these books that's happening at these schools. And, and he's like, what are you talking about? Right? Like I'm half black. My son's a quarter black. I don't look black. So my son really doesn't look black. But I remember asking him, I'm like, have you ever been taught in school by a teacher uh, that, uh, you know, you should feel bad for being white. And he looked at me like I was insane. He's like, what are you talking about? You know, 
And I've challenged some of the guests on the podcast. I've said, is this really a widespread issue, right? And it's very hard for any of them to say yes. I respect them when they say no, you know, it's not a giant issue, but I do think it should be addressed. Like, hey, that's fair. But the problem is people with such large platforms and they only talk about this thing, uh, it makes it seem like it's a widespread issue. So anyways, I got really tired of those books. I got tired of these people. Like I've gotten to a point and I'll, I'll probably do something more extensive on it later. But uh, I, I got to a point where I don't even want to talk to people from the other side anymore. Like um, a lot of the conversations I've had, not on the podcast, but with others have been very unproductive. Um, the tribalism has just gone way, way, way too far. But I don't even want to entertain some of these thoughts and some of these ideas. It's just not something that I wanted to do. So anyways, that's one of the reasons for the whole podcast thing and the break, because that eliminates, you know, a, a chunk of the types of guests that I had on. Not the majority or anything like that, but maybe like, I don't know, 10, 15, 20% of the guests, right? But yeah, um, going back to the content I'm going to be creating, my writing and stuff like that. Uh, it's so I can talk about some of these things because a lot of podcasting, it is listening, even though I try to have a conversation, uh, I do want to write more, um, from all the things that I've learned from all these books, from all these conversations and all that. So anyways, I'm kind of just done with that for right now. I think I could provide more, more good to the world by just creating content and bringing in quotes and stuff like that from, uh, the books I read, the conversations I have all that kind of stuff. Uh, but yeah, um, speaking of, uh, one of the other reasons I, I want to take a break is because I have been so bored with books lately. Like I, I, I can't even tell you if any of you do follow my weekly reading list, you'll see like every single week, sometimes all of the books that I read, like four or five books that week were all books that I'm reading again. So many books are just repeats. They're repeats, repeats, repeats. They're all, you know, like, for example, I'm the type of person where when I get interested in a topic, like, let's say it's, it's moral philosophy, right? I will just dive into that. One of the topics I'm really interested in is like self-deception, you know? So I'll dive into that. I'll read a bunch of books on that. Um, I'll get interested in like consciousness or, you know, uh, mental health or, conspiracy theorists or whatever it is, I dive into it. So when a new book comes out, I get excited. I grab it, pick it up the first day. And a lot of them are just saying the same things. And, you know, if, if you haven't heard my episode with Duncan Watts, uh, I, I highly recommend you go check it out. His book is called everything is obvious, but what drives me nuts, especially because there's so many great books on there, but what drives me nuts is books like the, the 50th book on a topic comes out, says the exact same thing, right? Oftentimes in a much worse way, uh, it'll, it'll become a bestseller, right? Meanwhile, meanwhile, far better books don't get nearly enough attention. So yeah, one of the reasons I started this podcast too was because I wanted to promote really good books from great authors, great researchers, great journalists, whoever it is. I wanted to promote those books that aren't getting enough attention. Attention. So yeah, so I'm just really tired of it. Um, it feels like there's a lot of like cash grabs going on. Um, and I, I'm just not a, I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan. But anyways, I've been rereading a bunch of books because 
the new books that come out, just very few and far between, maybe once a month, if I'm lucky, if I'm lucky, like I'm thinking about this year, 2022, once a month, maybe two, three times max with all the books that come out every month, uh, I find a book that A, I'm interested in, and B, it says something new, right? Or takes a different angle or perspective and stuff like that. So I've just been really bored with reading books. And I can't just keep having the same guests come on just because I'm reading their books over and over and over again. You know what I mean? So, so yeah, that's kind of a larger issue. It's kind of like, you know, when, um, when people complain, oh, wow, I, just, I think I just realized I'm that guy. When people complain like, oh, all the Marvel movies are the same. I'm like, so what? I like them, you know? <laughs> but that's kind of like how the books are for me. They're just like repetitive and all the same. They're not really offering anything new. Um, but yeah, so I've been talking for a little bit. I got to take a drink because I'm getting a little parched, but then, then we're going to get into, uh, the, the juicy stuff. All right. So yeah, hope you're having an amazing day, by the way, all that kind of stuff. So next, all right, we're about to get, we're about to get honest. We're about to get real. All right. Are you ready? So. I, I hustle. Okay. So one of the reasons I read so many books on problems with capitalism and stuff like that is because I, I am, you know, I'm an example of, I hate, like, there's so many things that I hate talking about. Cause I feel like I sound like a douche as I say it, like I'm puffing myself up. But whatever, I hope you understand what I mean. When I use myself as an example, it's because I look at the, the, the bigger issue as a whole, okay? So anyways, I hustle. I work my ass off. And there's this idea that if you work hard, you will be successful, right? That's the American way. It's meritocracy. You work hard, you make something good, you will be amazing, okay? So... Earlier in this episode, I, I, I just kind of dropped in there that I've made like over 1500, uh, YouTube videos. So to put that in perspective, I was on YouTube for, uh, maybe two, probably less than two years. And I had, I had 13 or 1400 videos, right? And it's like, okay, how many videos is that? Well, if you look around, if you go to a lot of the big YouTubers, YouTubers with millions of uh, subscribers, whatever it is. Some of them have less than a hundred videos. Okay. So, uh, and, and they've been on for five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten 10 years, right? Some of them have less than two or 300. Some of them have left five, less than 500. Some people do daily, but, uh, if you're, if you're doing the math in your head, when I say that I had like well over a thousand videos in about, you know, two years, maybe yes, I went on a streak when I was doing two, three videos a day. Okay. Uh, YouTube paid me good money when things were good. I was able to do it full time and all that. But anyways, my YouTube channel, it, it only got to a certain place, even though I was putting in all that work. So, you know, my entire life, what I'm getting at is no matter whether it's with my creativity, like, you know, with YouTube, my writing, the podcast, whatever it is, I work my ass off, right? Sometimes it pays off. Sometimes it doesn't. I've kind of developed the, the mindset of like, you know, a lot, a lot in this world is based on luck. So, uh, your boy, he likes to play the numbers game. I figure if I, if I produce more, that gives me more opportunities to get lucky. All right. 
Um, and, and yeah, that's just, that's just the way it is, right? Like when I'm unemployed, I apply for like a hundred jobs. I just apply everywhere. I don't stop. Um, and then I end up getting, you know, an insane amount of interviews because I, I applied so many places. But what I'm getting at is with this podcast, we just celebrated a year in, um, what was it? May? Yeah. So, so yeah, we're just a year and a few months into this thing. So I started this podcast, uh, a little over a year ago and I have, uh, I believe over 170 episodes of this podcast. All right. Um, for those of you who have followed the podcast since the beginning, or even since like last fall, since I read so many books, I was going daily for a while. I was doing daily episodes of this podcast, Monday through Friday. Sometimes I would do episodes on Sunday, okay? And again, to put that in perspective, there are people, you know, some of the top podcasters in the world, they've been on for years, you know, whatever it is, they're barely cracking 100. Some of them aren't even at 100. You know, some people do hustle. I respect that. And again, this isn't to puff myself up, but what I'm getting at and one of the reasons I'm taking a break is this podcast is not doing great. <laughs> and I don't mean monetarily. Like I have a full-time job. I, I make money. You know, this is basically just a hobby for me. Um, uh, some of you, some of you wonderful people do subscribe to like the, the Substack. That gives me a little extra income. You know, I had to buy a new microphone. My other one was garbage. Stuff like that really helps out. I appreciate you. But what I'm getting at, um, you know, even though I, I teach people, I teach other creators and stuff. It's not about the numbers. At a certain point, you got to realize you got, you just got to be like, okay, this, this isn't working. I don't know what it is, uh, but it's not. So, um, I almost feel embarrassed saying the numbers and it, this is something I've honestly been self-conscious about for a while. I don't even talk with my podcaster friends about this. So if any of you are listening, cool, here's my numbers, but, um, you know, the numbers are, are decent. I guess for being up for a year, like overall, the numbers are decent, but on average for my episodes, I get like 200 to 300 downloads. And recently it's actually been going up. So two to 300 downloads. Okay. So, uh, a lot of the bigger podcasts, we're talking about tens of thousands, right? Hundreds of thousands. You get in the Joe Rogan realm. We're talking about millions every single episode. So yeah, I'm getting, I'm getting hundreds. So again, like there's, there's a variety of possibilities. It could be algorithms, uh, but it could be that I just suck at podcasting. That is very well possible. One of the things that's difficult, difficult about podcasting is, uh, there's very minimal feedback, right? So, uh, uh, you know, coming from the YouTube world, people can leave comments. So I could get direct feedback uh, because that's how we learn, right? We do something, we get feedback. Like, hey, uh, like when I was on YouTube, people say, hey, your mic sucks. Hey, why does your face look yellow in your in your videos, right? And I'm like, oh, cool, feedback. Do, do, do. Tweak my editing a little bit, you know, all these, uh, tweak my audio, stuff like that. You get feedback. In podcasts, there's nothing. There is nothing. You talk, to, you know, I bring somebody on for an interview. I upload it. That That's about it. So I, I don't know what, what the issues are. I could play the game, you know, I'm sure, you know, if I asked you to like, let me know what you think, I'm going to get 50 million different 
suggestions, right? It's just very hard. I've worked in marketing for most of my life, like as a day job, it's very hard. So, uh, you know, I'm, I, I'm very interested in like science and the scientific process and how you run proper experiments and stuff like that. And it's just hard, man. It's hard because there is so much luck involved with any type of online content, right? But I guess the other thing that's kind of surprising too is I've had huge, 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 huge authors on this podcast, you know, uh, like best-selling authors, right? I had Lindsay Fitzharris on here a month or two ago, gigantic, right? I had uh, John McWhorter on here. Uh, I've had, uh, you know, um, Mary Roach on here. I have had some of the biggest authors in the world that just people like blows my mind. You know what I mean? Um, and and yeah, I'm super honored. Uh, one of the reasons I, I've been able to get them on, I have other people, uh, podcasters ask me how I do it. Again, it's because my hu I hustle. I email, I follow up, I'm constantly doing this stuff. But what I'm getting at is having these huge authors on doesn't, re it hasn't really done much. You know, I think, I think my most popular episode was actually with Matt Brown from the Decoding Gurus podcast. So he wasn't even an author. And I think that was my most listened to episode. And it barely cracked like a thousand. Um, but yeah, so anyways, uh, again, it's not really about the numbers, right? It's not really about the money, but when I make content, I, I try to do it with a purpose. I try to do everything in life with a purpose. It's just something I got taught when I got sober. Like, what am I doing? Right. And, you know, I, I'm constantly trying to be of service to people. That's something that they teach you to do is they're like, Hey, this is the best way to stay sober, be of service to others. So my YouTube channel, for example, that was, uh, about mental health, addiction, recovery, this podcast, uh, I, I have talked about mental health addiction, you know, with different authors and everything. But again, I wanted to reach people. I wanted to help authors, you know, with their books. I want to reach the average person, get them interested in this topic, in these topics. Like I want people to listen to this, hear my conversations with authors who write about polarization, right? And they realize, oh, wow, maybe I can have conversations with people. I like having authors on here when we talk about, you know, conspiracy theories. So maybe someone comes on here and they're like, oh, okay, cool. You know, all these different things. I want people to benefit from this. But anyways, uh, I get it. Like if you reach one person, that's awesome. That is fantastic. So uh, I'm not saying like, oh, this is like nothing, but, but when the numbers aren't changing, when the numbers aren't growing, they're, they're at a certain point, it's opportunity cost. Right. So I, I sat and I thought about it for a long time, you know, along with the other things that I've already mentioned, such as not being, you know, as interested in a bunch of books and stuff like that. And authors who I don't want to really talk to when they come on, uh, I also include like, Hey, this isn't growing. So I have to ask, is my time better spent elsewhere? Is my time better spent reaching other people? And that's kind of, you know, the conclusion that I've come to because this, it's just, it's just not, it's just not growing, you know? So, uh, that's why I started out the gate with this episode, letting everybody know like, Hey, I'm not going anywhere. 
So yeah, make sure you're still following me on Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, whatever, because I, I am still going to be very active. I'm still going to be creating content. YouTube is going to be my primary uh, platform. I'm going to be writing as well, you know, whatever. But so yeah, if you're interested, if you have learned something, then dope. Come on over. All right. Uh, sorry about that. <laughs> you probably don't even notice because for you, that was, that was one second. Uh, but yeah, my girlfriend got home and I was like sitting here with my office door open because I'm like, oh, she doesn't get off for a little bit, but I guess she got, uh, off work a little bit early. Anyways, anyways, hope that makes sense. I want to reach as many people as possible. Want to help as many people as possible. That's just always, you know, that's always my goal, you know? And, uh, you know, I feel, I feel like I, you know, um, I can help certain people because like I said, especially because I'm interviewing a lot of academics and a lot of people who, uh, talk very like high level and stuff. Like, as many of you know, we have a massive problem with science communication. I think, I think it's important that someone like me is such a nerd who reads all these books and will bring people on to kind of break it down for the average person. But that kind of leads me to my last, uh, my last thing that I wanted to talk about. Okay. And if anybody is listening to this, like try not to be offended, uh, <laughs> Try not to be offended by this. These are just things that, you know, I personally do. Um, my life as somebody who works in marketing and stuff like that, uh, I have a different perspective on this. And what I'm about to talk about, just, just I hope anybody, uh, I hope people learn from what I'm about to discuss, but I also hope people understand that, you know, I get that a lot of people don't know these things. And it's something that I've learned to not take too much personal offense by. But anyways, because of the podcast, because of the format, because of the people I invite on and everything like that, I, I feel, and this could all be totally in my brain and I need to talk to a therapist about it during my next, <laughs> my next bout of therapy, but I don't feel like I've ever I've ever become part of like the, the quote unquote tribe, right? So you have all these different genres, you have all these different genres, no matter what it is. And it's kind of like, it's kind of like high school, right? There's the different tables, right? You got the, you got the jocks and you got the goths and you got the, the computer kids and you got the band kids and you got the theater kids and all that kind of stuff. Right. And, uh, and, and maybe it makes sense because, you know, in high school, I was like the guy who just kind of bounced around to all of them, you know? But anyways, with, with what this podcast is, who I bring on, it's a very academic crowd. All right. So one of the things is, and I'll be totally honest with you. Uh, I wrote a piece on Substack a couple weeks ago and it was called about the, uh, it was, it was discussing the problem with educationism. All right. The problem with this, like this kind of like discrimination of people who are less educated people who don't have degrees. And I am just, uh, aside from just growing up broke and not being able to afford college, I dropped out of college because I couldn't afford it. I couldn't get approved for loans. I couldn't live. Like I was just, uh, you know, like I got like, hey, you have enough money to go to school and nothing else. And I'm like, that seems dumb. I'm not going to work full time and get an education. I'm going to, you know, just make money and do my own thing. And I'm, I'm self-taught, right? Like I've gotten to a point where I make a living. Uh, I make, 
I make more money than some people with master's degrees and stuff like that. And it's because I decided to educate myself because I'm a stubborn asshole. And I think, I think the whole system is kind of just ridiculous. And if you listen to my episode with Brian Kaplan, or you just read his book, The Case Against Education, you'll understand, right? It's this, it's this massive money pit for a lot of people. Not everybody. Like if you're going to be a doctor, go get yourself a degree. But anyways, uh, I'm a college dropout. I don't have a degree. I'm not one of those people. I'm not an academic. I don't write papers, anything like that, right? But, you know, again, without tooting my own horn, I have, I've had so many guests, you know, after we're done recording or uh, they read my writing or whatever, and they say like, hey, I never would have realized that you didn't like, graduate like you didn't you didn't get like you know uh, a graduate degree and stuff like that and then that makes me feel good obviously because i'm entirely i'm entirely just self-taught i just read books i read books i ask questions all this kind of stuff but anyways no matter how self-educated i am i've never felt like a part of that group and because of the the topics i discussed because of the uh the, 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 the people I have come on the podcast, the people I communicate with just never felt a part of it. And excuse me. And that leads into, um, this next thing, which is more of like a, a marketing thing. Right. And I just think it's, um, I've noticed this more in the podcast realm than I, than I have in any other world. Right. Like, uh, you know, obviously I'm on Instagram and Twitter, uh, Facebook, um, YouTube, right. But in these worlds, you still don't get it as much as you should, but it's, it's this kind of reciprocity, right? It's kind of like you share each other's content. And this is just something, this is something that I do. I, I was taught early on when I first started making online content, um, the importance of supporting creators, right? My mentor, Roberto Blake, um, he's a great guy. He's a good friend. I call him my mentor, but he's also just like a really good friend, but He's one of the people who taught me that, right? Like support creators, whether it's um, through their Patreon or whatever. But the thing is, a lot of us, a lot of us don't want to support people monetarily. And that's totally cool. And if you ask me, something that's way more valuable than supporting someone via like merch, uh, buying their merch or uh, buying their Patreon or whatever. Um, and I'm just speaking for me, like don't unsubscribe from anybody's Patreon because of some dumb shit I say, but um, sharing their content, right? So whenever I, there's a, there's a creator I like, if you, if you go on my Twitter feed, if you go on my Twitter feed on a daily basis, on a daily basis, you will see multiple times a day, multiple times a day, I am tweeting out, um, podcast episodes. I'm tweeting out books. I'm regularly tweeting out, uh, books from authors and stuff like that. Uh, I, I, I share, you know, articles they've written, um, you know, all sorts of things. I'm constantly trying to help out other people. Okay. And yeah, like one of the things is, and I think part of it is because I'm not part of that group, um, is nobody shares my shit. Nobody. <laughs> like it's, it, I'm, I'm laughing cause it's almost like kind of crazy. Like it's, it's really crazy. Like there are, there are people who, yeah, I, I share their stuff all the time. You know, they'll, they'll pop in and they say, thanks. And these are like people I talk to, you know, regularly and stuff, but, um, yeah, my stuff, uh, it doesn't get shared. Right. And like I said, like I said, no, I, I hope nobody's offended by this and stuff like that. It's just, 
I come from a world where reciprocity, like it's it's very like reciprocity in the creator community, is very important. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, that that's something I try to do, but it it never came back my way. So when I'm looking at like my my podcast numbers and stuff like that, and not really feeling a part of the group, that's another reason. Like that's just another reason why I'm like, maybe uh, this this whole podcast thing just isn't really, you know, for me. Like when I was um, when I was a, a YouTuber very it's 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 more kind of ingrained in youtubers like I, I i found this like with more youtubers like you collaborate you share stuff if you if you think something's good you share it with your audience if you think your audience might like it and i have a theory i have a theory feel free to tweet at me and say chris you're a fucking idiot okay but anyways here's my theory um some of you know that i, I i'm really interested in uh status right like social status and everything like that and I think these things are connected. Like aside from people just not really understanding, like you know how you're supposed to like share each other's stuff and everything. Like um, when I had uh, Leah on here um, a while back to talk about her book, we were talking about how authors are just terrible at sharing other books and stuff like that. And she was like one person I was able to vent to about this. But anyways, since I'm not an academic, um, like. Let me break it down this way. If you look at people and what they share, a lot of it is, it's a signal. It's a, it's a, it's a status signal, right? Like, uh, there's some great books I've read recently, like, um, like the sum of small things. And it talks about, you know, the affluent, we're kind of getting in this realm of what we read, what we eat, what we do, what our hobbies are. All these things are a sign that we are well-educated. We're well-informed. You know what I mean? Um, just take a minute to look around, see what kind of articles people share, right? Uh, as much as people bitch about the New York Times, constantly sharing the New York Times, right? They share these things because it signals to everybody, look, look at the content I consume. I consume content from smart people. Therefore, I'm smart. You should all look at me like I am a smart person, right? When you share certain things, you are sending out a big old signal to everybody else. So when you look at that and you look at different podcasts and you look at what's being shared, um, even if it's just not even about like uh, intellectual type stuff or, you know, um, whatever, like uh, if you share somebody popular, you're saying like, hey, look, I, I like that popular thing too, right? That's just all it is. So everything that we're doing, it's one of the reasons I read Will Storr's book again recently, because just about everything we do is about status. I'm about to read... Uh, Robin Hansen's book, um, The Elephant in the Brain Again. A lot of it in there is about that. So anyways, getting back to my theory. What, what, what's your, what, what are you signaling if you share uh, one of my podcast episodes? You're not sharing jack shit. You're not signaling a damn thing. What, that you listen to like, you listen to some guy who interviews academics? You know what I mean? I, I don't have the clout to give off that signal. So my theory is like, you know, a part of it is people are just unfamiliar with reciprocity, how that works and all that. And especially, you know, speaking of reciprocity real quick, um, uh, I am, I'm not the type of person who stops sharing people's stuff just because they don't share mine. I used to be that person. I used to be very transactional. You know what I mean? I will continue to share good content that I think is good, uh, that I think is unique, that I think says something. You know, I'll continue to do that. And what I uh, what I mean to say is, like, I haven't, 
Um, like when I talk about boundaries, when I teach people about boundaries, like in the mental health and addiction recovery world, you know, we teach people how to treat us, right? And when it comes to reciprocity, I don't do that. I just share shit, right? So I've never trained people like, hey, this is what I want in return. I've never, I've never told anybody who asked me to share something. Uh, I've never said like, well, you don't share any of my shit. You know what I mean? I'm just like, yeah, sure, whatever. It takes me, takes me two seconds. So anyways, if any of you are listening to this, like not any of you that I know, I mean, anybody, if any of you are still, any of you, any of you two to 300 people are still listening to this to the end, just for the love of God, share people's stuff, share people's content, help it get reach. Um, uh, I say this in all of my episodes. I, I say like, hey, it helps with the algorithms and stuff like that, but you introduce people to stuff um and and yeah and yeah stop stop worrying about how it's gonna make you you look right like uh but yeah like that's i guess that's the other thing that kind of bumps me out uh i do have two to three hundred people who listen to this episode I, I can't really see if it's like the same people or if it just randomly happens to be around the same number and it's all different people but i do figure that there is a core group of people who do listen to my podcast and it is it is rarely shared. And if I'm being honest too, it's like sometimes it's hard to get fucking authors. Like you invite an author on your podcast, it's hard to get them to share it sometimes. Like I had a couple big authors on here. I am not going to name names, but I had some big authors on here. I remember getting so excited. I'm like, oh, cool. You're going to share it. I'm going to, you know, uh, my content will be introduced to some of your audience and stuff like that. And they didn't do shit you know so that's another thing that's very annoying and that's that's just part of the format you have people come on then you got to expect them to share it and all that uh but yeah so like i said I, I i don't know i my theory is it's it's my education it's because i'm not you know some phd researcher part of it you know if i'm being honest i think it is because i'm so casual like i'm kind of an outlier when we're discussing these things although i can discuss these topics and like research papers and you know the science and psychology of certain things and all that kind of stuff I try to talk to the average person. So I don't think that blends well. And that's one of the reasons I assume that I just have not been kind of like more uh, accepted in that community as like a peer, if that makes sense. Uh, I have great conversations with people and stuff like on the back end. But anyways, if you have better theories, shoot me a DM or email me at the rewiredsoul.com. But, but yeah, after doing this for a year, doing so many episodes, views not or listens look at me already thinking about youtube uh listens not being amazing not having people share it's, it's not just friends and other podcasters a lot of people in the audience uh if they are sharing it i can't see because they don't tag me i wish they would tag me um but yeah again uh, i'm not going anywhere i'm just not doing as much here um but there are some great books what i still will be doing too by the way my weekly reading list will be coming out every single Monday. Um, so stay tuned for that. Uh, I know a lot of you uh, do enjoy that. You like to know what I'm reading, what my thoughts are. With that, I, I try to keep very short and simple um, reviews. By the way, if you haven't yet, uh, I hope, <laughs> speaking of speaking of sharing shit, uh, and Nicole's not like this. Nicole's pretty cool. She shares my stuff. But Nicole, uh, is, it, is her last name Barbero? Nicole Barbero. I know a lot of you who listen to me. Yeah, Nicole Barbero. She started um, a Substack called Bookmark Reads. 
Uh, and yeah, she does book review, but she goes very in depth, right? She does what I, I wish I could do. I try to give people bite-sized reviews. I want people to know, um, Hey, here's, here's what the book's about, about, right? Here's what I thought. And there you go. That's it. You know, here's what I thought it was good or whatever. Uh, it's very rare that I, I, that I like give a book a terrible review. Um, but yeah, by the way, if any of you are still listening, remind me that I need to uh, write a Substack piece, or maybe I'll do like a special little bonus episode because it's a funny story. I need to do a Substack piece about the time that Seth Rogen, yes, yes, that Seth Rogen just happened maybe a month or two ago. I kept it on the down low, but I thought through it and I'm ready to tell the story. Seth Rogen, uh, he, he DM'd me after I reviewed his book. So remind me to tell that story for still listening. So anybody who listened, you just got a you just got a little nugget. And I'm sure a lot of you are curious, but I want to tell that story. I've been meaning to, but I keep forgetting about it. It was such an interesting experience. But anyways, if any of you are still listening, this was like almost an hour of me talking just by myself. But yeah, so follow me over on Instagram, Twitter, most importantly, YouTube. I'm gonna be doing video essays. I have so many uh topics lined up. Um, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to talk about a variety of things, but there's a lot of things where, um, I feel need to be discussed, uh, just on a political or social level. Uh, I do want to do quite a few videos discussing, uh, thoughts and issues with capitalism that I don't see really, uh, being talked about, like, cause all you hear is just like when someone has an issue with capitalism, people are like, oh, are you some fucking like Marxist or something like that? It's like, no, 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 no. Right. But a lot of us just, just assume this is the only way. And that's just, that's just not true. But, uh, I, I have a lot of experience just being lower income, low class my entire life. I want to talk about that because I don't think a lot of people are properly educated, um, about this stuff and what the other options are. And I don't even think people really fully know what's going on as well and how these systems are screwed up. But anyways, anyways, I can go on a whole rant about that. Don't want to give too much of a preview. But anyways, want to drop that in there in case you're like, oh, shit, I don't want to hear a damn thing Chris has to say around that. But I will be doing uh, a variety of topics. I have um, I have my first one is actually going to be about uh, not just Jordan Peterson, but Jordan Peterson and the Manosphere as a whole. There's a lot of like uh, self-help guy, just toxic bullshit. And, um, yeah. And it's one of the reasons, like there's, there's some terrible messages going out to young men and I was a very troubled young man. So I feel like I have something to add to that conversation. So that'll be my first video, but I, I have other videos planned. Um, I do want to discuss my background, why I was so miserable. I used to be an online troll. Like if, if I was a teenager today, like the same Chris, I would be one of the worst people you've ever met. Like I was already one of the worst people you ever met, but this was pre-social media and stuff like that. So I do want to talk about that, how I got out of it. I'm hoping I can help some young men out there. Right. But I do want to talk about, uh, educationism. I want to talk about, um, uh, just, uh, uh, pretty, uh, pretty privilege and lookism, right? Uh, the different advantages we have just purely based on how we look. Uh, as a fat man, uh, I have a few things to say. I want to talk about some racial issues. I'm, I'm half black. So there's a whole bunch of different topics. And eventually, eventually, after I get my, after I get my footing, 
right? Because this is how you have to do it. After I get my footing, after I get set in and I got like, I got a little role going, I got like a, a loyal audience over on YouTube, I'm going to dive into some, some tricky shit, some tricky, tricky stuff like cancel culture and all these other kind of things. But you got to ease into it. You got to ease into it because if you come out the gate, if you come out the gate with that, people just think you're just some crazy grifter and they'll think that I'm some lunatic from the right or something like that. I don't know. But anyways, you got a bunch of stuff planned. So don't be thrown off when I say like, hey, I'm going to be criticizing capitalism. Yes, I do think you should be able to make money. But I also think that people should, you know, get health care, whatever. All right. So anyways, thanks so much for listening to this. Uh, if you have any questions or you want to stay in touch, like I said, my my DMs are open. I respond. I respond to everybody. Just responded to, to a stranger today. Uh, but or or email me. Emails it'll is a lot better. By the way, I'm constantly checking my email, and it's just the rewired soul at gmail.com. But yeah, follow me over on social media. Make sure you're subscribed on YouTube. All of you, uh, have an amazing day. Uh, thanks for all your support. Um, I'm, I'm probably going to be back to doing the podcast as soon as I read enough books where I have enough questions. I'm going to be bugging authors again and all sorts of stuff. I, I constantly have publishers reaching out too, so I'm going to be reviewing their books. So I might be back. I might be back. But for now, taking a break. Love all of you. Thanks for listening this long. And uh, last little tip, listen to podcasts at, at, at two times speed. All right? Like this, this whole thing would have only taken you 30 minutes. Okay? But that's the last thing I'm going to say. Get up to 2x speed. You'll thank me later. All right? But, uh, yeah, have an amazing rest of your day. And I'll see you over on uh, YouTube or uh, the, the wonderful world of social media. All right? Bye.